0: Hello people of Earth. This is Nawan from the 2 Aliens Podcast. With me is my co-host Nabeen. Hi guys, how are you? Hope you're all having a very good day. Just to give you a little background on what type of podcast this is going to be. If you're tuning in for the first time, which you are, by the way, because it's the first episode. (laughs) This is going to be the most random podcast you'll probably ever hear. We're not going for something like Joe Rogan. I don't think we need to be defined by... Or any other podcast. Or any other podcast for that matter. We're just sharing our thoughts and perspectives on things that we feel passionate about. Exactly. Um, That includes sports, um, fitness, bodybuilding, UFC science, medicine, politics, um, politics um, religion, and a whole lot of other topics. Like even freaking space, man. Even conspiracy theories for that. Yeah, maybe. I do that yeah. we, we are actually quite fun, fond of conspiracy theories, me and Nabil. Well, don't take it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to stop listening here because we are not believers of Alex Jones. Okay, and uh, to get to the latest topic, Nabil, did you watch UFC 240 this past weekend? To be honest, I'm just a fresh guy into this UFC thingy. I understand hard to believe you've been watching it for the past 10 years now. No, bro, no, I swear. I have been,
1: like, uh, I know the names, but not being that deep into that category okay, because i remember
0: for the for a Last very lengthy period of time you were following ufc regularly right to be honest i
1: was just like you know i was trying to be into the zone the friend zone you know like, like you have to know everything what your friends are talking about okay. so uh, okay i used to know the names this is Conor mcgregor this is anderson silva this is this person okay this is cyborg and amanda nunez and of course uh Holly Holmes, mm. but the thing is, watching their fights, I wasn't. But recently, I just, uh, as you can say, as I said before, I'm a newbie, so I just started watching uh, fights, and uh, but still, I feel like I'm lagging behind. That's what I feel.
0: Anyway, this past weekend, Max Holloway defended his featherweight belt mm. against Frankie Edgar. I watched the fight; it was a very good fight. If Frankie pressured uh, Max Holloway in the fifth round, I I had a feeling he would win. I had a feeling he would win, but, I mean, Max Holloway is the goat, man. Max Holloway, in terms of featherweight, he's right up there, then there's Jose Aldo, and then there's everyone else. Now, of course, you're going to say that um, Jose Aldo got knocked out by Conor McGregor, but Conor McGregor didn't stay in the division as long as uh, Jose Aldo did.
1: Any news about Conor, by the way, because he's silent?
0: For the people who don't know, there's going to be a UFC event in Abu Dhabi this September, and I... I Habib is coming over, right? Yeah, Khabib and Dustin Poya are going to be fighting. Mm. And they're going to be fighting for the lightweight belt. Okay. Uh, and in my opinion, lightweight is the most stacked division in UFC at the moment. Because you have killers in the top five. Literal killers. And you could make a case for anyone in the top five to be a champion. And yeah, since the lightweight title will be on the line, and Khabib is fighting after a, after, I would say, almost a year. It has
1: been year now, by
0: now. Yeah, it has been almost a year since the Conor yeah, Habib incident. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was a huge fight. Because the reason I feel, you know, Habib
1: became a household name. Uh, in terms, is because of
0: that fight. Yeah, it's
1: because exactly because of that fight. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, I mean, like even the ones. Let's who don't be watch honest. It... Exactly. Let's be honest. People knew about Habib. Okay. People knew he was damn good, but he. No, I
1: swear, I, to be honest, generally,
0: I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh,
1: the ones who don't watch UFC. Like, I have some friends, like, I have some most of my friends actually yeah. are like who don't watch UFC and all MMA basically, yeah, general. yeah. So, uh, Habib came into the like you know into their homes, we literally now, yeah. Habib came into
0: the deck because of the fight. fight, exactly. So, exactly. My, I'll be honest with you, my personal
1: interest also grew grew up in MMA or UFC after getting to know Connor or Habib fight, like, more more because now before in the beginning I was like okay I'm just watching uh, I was listening to the names of the fights but now I'm like I'm interested to watch the fight
0: right but you do remember the first UFC fight I showed you right oh
1: yeah the, uh, yeah.
0: the one the Anderson Silva not Anderson Silva Brock oh. Lesnar and oh Frenchman. yeah it was uh, it was I think more oh, UFC 100 over a decade ago I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah I have actually been following UFC for I would say the past 13 to 14 years that's yeah that's a long time yeah that's a long time um, I started watching the UFC Back when they started, I think, the third season of The Ultimate Fighter, And I don't know which season The Ultimate Fighter is in now because I think <laughs> every year they release about two or three seasons. Yeah. yeah. So You know, by
1: the way, I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. I just, uh, in my mind, this, this thing came up uh, about the... You know, the the series UFC uh, Ultimate Fighter? Uh, Exactly. Because there was this episode, uh, I think maybe you were the one who showed me this episode where.
0: Take care of your underwear, man. I'm gonna fuck you (laughs) (laughs) up. That was the most gayest (laughs) threat, man. That has to be the gayest yet the most terrifying threat of all time. Man, that shit freaked me out, I swear. I was like, what the hell did he just say? That was unexpected. Even <laughs> Connor, Connor was laughing shit the of men. That was really funny. Man. Yeah, but yeah, I that, mean, it was a very tense moment uh, up until that point. Yeah, because exactly. when he said that with a threatening face, everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Even his team members were laughing. Even his team members were laughing. Man. T <laughs> yeah. uh, J Dillashaw was involved in this that incident, and T J is currently out. He is. Uh, he was handed a two-year ban by Usada. For what? Why? For what taking EPOs. Um, the same thing that uh, EPO's performance in Hanson the same thing that um, those Tour de France cyclists, cyclists took. Lance from Yep. Damn, yep. man. So, he took EPO's, he pissed hard for his last fight, which he lost, by the way. And <laughs> I'm sorry about that, because
1: even after taking steroids and EPO's, he still lost the fight.
0: Well, um, let me give man. you some background. He fought, He fight, He was the bantamweight champion, so mm-hmm. that's the 135 division. He moved down to 125, which is a very hard cut, oh, okay, to man. fight the flyweight champion, mm-hmm. Henry Sakudu. And he got knocked out, um, I think it was TKO, uh, by, by Henry Sakudu. Yeah. Hey, Amen. So anyway... Heap is hard for the steroids, but you know, the thing is people are getting caught and you know, that's good cause uh, you don't want a sport where An athlete who is natural is now forced forced to, you know, enhance themselves. Yeah, that's because everyone else is doing that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And by the way, I want to discuss about this thing that, you know, those sports which are becoming mainstream, like they are becoming popular in the media. I think the athletes should be cautious because if you are taking steroids, there are bodies or organizations who are keeping a check and balance on those athletes then because you are being shown on the TV. So you gotta be cautious, like other sports like, I don't know, maybe uh, the ones which are not so popular, you can sneak in and do your stuff. But nowadays, you have to be extra cautious, man, and you, you gotta avoid this stuff as a whole.
0: Like because in you you my know,
1: opinion, you know, because you never know, I'm just Don't talking. take steroids. Yeah, obviously. Don't do that sh- that stuff because that stuff is crazy. So, but the thing is, you know, if you get caught, your whole career is done. It's over. It's over.
0: Yeah, but again, that that's a very subjective thing. You know, John Jones got caught taking performance enhancing drugs mm-hmm. and many people thought he should have served a long, longer ban which which he didn't. Uh, Cuz John Jones obviously he's the you know, you could make a case that he's the greatest of all time. Greatest yeah. MMA fighter of all that time. That could be
1: one of the reasons why he's not bad for yeah. a long time. And
0: duration. he has a much more uh, pay-per-view value than most of these other fighters, you know, who get caught. That's what so, I'm coming to actually. That's what I'm, what I'm, a big media, a big organization like the UFC would mm-hmm. care more about John Jones filling in those pay-per-views than some, someone like John Doe. Mm, yeah, I agree with
1: you, yeah. yeah. But then other the other scenario could be that I, I feel like maybe he's... You know, you become one of the favorites for the for Dana White, you can say. Like you know, you are the main. Yeah, player. again, it goes back to so the same point that he's like not putting him uh, behind, you know, restriction. You know, putting restrictions on him. Yeah. So otherwise, if uh, if another athlete or another fighter who is not so much in demand might face a harsher ban, I feel like that.
0: Well, you just reiterated my questions. <laughs> <laughs> you basically said the same thing. By but saying yeah. no, but... <laughs> yeah, but so he's basically, he's the favorite guy. That's why I think, yeah, But so good. many fighters tested hard for steroids, man. The funniest thing that um, someone's ever said about Sturds is Alistair Overeem. Because his body changed drastically, you know, over a very short period of time. When, once he retired or before even that? No, he's still, he's still active. He's, oh, okay. His body changed drastically. Like, he used to be a... I wouldn't say skinny, but an athletic bodied um, mm-hmm. fighter. And all of a sudden, he became this Greek god, right? So, <laughs> his secret to it eating horse meat. I'm like, what type of horse meat are you eating, man? Is it, is it filled with... Uh, <laughs> what type of horse meat is it? Is it filled with ball <laughs> Or trambolone? Some heavy huge testosterone, man. Math. That's the thing about steroids, man. They're everywhere. I mean, me and Nabil were discussing this a few days back that the technology of testing athletes for steroids hmm. is way far behind in the technology of actually passing those tests and you yeah can, you can you see right that, what that. i mean i mean there are so many designer drugs out there that uh, most people they go their whole careers without getting uh, without getting caught you know yeah and
1: new like new variations come out into the market and it's hard for these organizations to do a check-in balance. Yeah. So... And you know, that's
0: something I don't like because um, that's something I didn't like about TJ as well because, you know, he would vehemently deny being on steroids and then mm-hmm. he gets caught, you know, Simple taking I think... The biggest problem I have is with the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is something we've been discussing for quite some time. Many uh, so-called athletes, mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes, what they do is, um, if you check their Instagram profiles or their YouTube channels, mm-hmm. um, they like that... Net, they like something like natural aesthetics or you know mm. all-time natural or lifetime natural something like that mm. But when you look at their physiques as someone who's been training for some time, you'd be like, I don't think he's natural Yeah, you
1: get the feeling yeah. about it definitely
0: See if someone is open about using steroids like all these guys in uh, who compete in the uh, men's open division in Mr. Olympia mm. You know, throughout history, like if you if you take Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, these are mm. like famous household names. You know, Yeah. most people who don't know sh- uh, who don't know shit about bodybuilding, they know who Ronnie Coleman is,
1: mm.
0: and they know who Arnold is. Yeah, Arnold, at least of course,
1: someone. Arnold is the one person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you look at someone like Ronnie Coleman, you'd be like, of course, he's on the juice right mm. but these guys aren't denying it you know it's like an accepted reality that that you know to be at the top in the in Mr Olympia or uh, in the IFBB you have to you have to take the chips. do you think
1: uh, arnold i'm sorry if i say that because arnold has a huge reputation yeah people literally might sue me for saying it but do you feel that he had taken some supplements or steroids could be because at that time, I feel like that at that time there wasn't that much check and balance. Could be. <clears throat> I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I, I feel like that. Could be possible. Could okay. be possible. But of course, be.
0: all these new guys—they're uh, definitely, they're definitely on the Jews. The problem lies here. I don't have a problem with them. You know, they're taking Jews. They're not denying it. Some people are actually open about it, so that's fine the problem i have is when you're on the juice and you're claiming to be natural i mean that's oh, yeah, setting yes. that's setting a very false precedent for uh, for your fans and followers and because what most people don't realize is on social media most of the people who follow these fitness uh, fitness youtubers or fitness vloggers or fitness influencers they are impressionable okay so exactly, yeah. they yeah, are like, quite they impressionable are
1: like models actually or they are like you know, though, for new people who, who join into the into the field of bodybuilding, they are like role models for them. They follow them. And they're like, okay, I'll follow this guy's
0: lifestyle. Yeah. So by impressionable, what I mean is, let's say if someone is doing an exercise and they're not... And I'll be very honest with you, many of the exercises that I come across on Instagram, I'm like, what the hell are you even doing? Right? <laughs> Some exercises I have just bad form. Some exercises are variations that are only leading to... That you know, over time may only lead to tendinitis I say, oh, by the way, yeah. about these things you are And uh, and some of these exercises are just plain stupid, you know. Exactly. But yeah. most of these uh, most of these influencers are doing it. Why? Because it looks cool. I'll tell you what happens. These these are the same people who you know they haven't gone through the proper channels to get their personal certification, uh, But they have a but they look the part. They're selling these uh, what do you call coaching programs. coaching pro- coaching programs, and. In these coaching programs, um, what happens is, okay, they even show the before-after results, which, you know, if a layman sees them, you, they'd be, like, quite impressed. And, you know, that makes sense. Here's something, you know, that most people don't tell you. They, let's say I've been working out for, um, I've been actually working out for 15 years, but I got back mm-hmm. into it two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've been working out uh, for two years consistently. Got it. Let's say if Nabil starts working out today, The gains he will get in the first three, four months, provided he's following a good diet, provided he's following a good training protocol, or provided that he's just training and he's following a good high-protein diet, okay, he's going to see a significant increase. He may see a significant increase. Why is that? Uh, These are called newbie gains. So, you know, your muscles are not used to uh, all this extra heavy work. Exactly, right? So, now your muscles are in shock. And when you provide them with uh, proper nutrition, you know yeah. they grow the most. So that's why people say, you know, in your first year of uh, bodybuilding or strength mm-hmm. training, you gain the most muscle mass. So this is what happens. So you know, people uh, see these results, okay, mm-hmm. and then they're like, okay, this program is actually working out for me. The problem here is many influencers don't have what do you call education?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Proper educational background. Proper education background to uh, formulate a training protocol. Eventually down and because they're you know encouraging their audience to do shitty exercises with shitty form, eventually down the line, line what happens is the risk of injury increases tremendously. Exactly. In
1: I'll give you an example, people. If you go to the gym and you will see those athletes are performing exercises on those ball things. What do you call that? Uh, medicine balls. Yeah, medicine balls. And seriously, you have like a hundred percent chance of damaging your Achilles tendon. Or- Achilles tendon. Yeah, the ones in the lower limbs, the lower limbs, seriously, because that is risky, or your calf muscles. What type
0: of exercise are you talking about?
1: I don't know if I showed you or not, there was this video about this
0: guy. I think you're talking about functional fitness. Exactly, oh my god, that was, first of all, um, let me give some background about Nabil. Nabil is actually a healthcare practitioner, okay, so if he is uh, telling you something, you know, uh, understand that it comes from a medical background, so we're not just, you know, (laughs) We are not just we we actually are two aliens, but we are not just two uneducated aliens here, (laughs) right? So, um, Nabil, first, I want to ask you, what does functional fitness mean? Working out your body. Functional fitness, in the simplest terms, means improving the function of your muscles. That's it. So, if you're doing a squat, you can call it functional movement. If you're doing, it is actually a functional movement. If you're doing a an overhead press, that's a functional movement. Okay. If you're standing on a fucking medicine ball with a barbell and squatting, and squatting 100 pounds, that's not functional fitness, that's functional stupidity. Exactly, because uh, if you trip, if you fall,
1: and then you never know, man, you're going to injure your Just, uh,
0: Just list down what type of injuries um, someone could.
1: You know, you can end up breaking your bone. Which bones? Uh, just list down what no, type of injuries no, someone
0: could suffer from. Because no,
1: I'm not working completely. Into the, I'm not into the gym business, but I would say like you know, as I said before, like you can sustain injuries like on the hip or your you know your ankle or your knee, and if you go deeper, I mean like Achilles tendon and then and, uh, and your uh, ligaments or your calf muscles or your even if you go deeper your bones, your you know. And if you go to the upper limbs, your your arms, your forearms, your wrist, these are the issues that people can face if they are not doing the exercise properly in the gym. So I feel like don't go for the fancy ones, those fancy workouts. Just keep it simple. The ones which you see people are following or those professional athletes are doing, uh, follow them or have someone with you who is beside you while you're working out so that you can they can tell you that you are working properly or not. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't want to end up having an injury or you don't want to end up seeing a rod falling on your chest and breaking your sternum or you're having some injuries later on. So on the safe side, I would recommend people that don't do these. Just go with the normal ones.
0: Yeah, Nabil is being overly polite, uh, <laughs> if you were to ask me. If you see anyone doing anything stupid on Instagram or YouTube, you know, make sure to unfollow them or unsubscribe them. Well, that's rude. That come out. That's that's not rude, man. I mean, you're encouraging stupidity. You know. Yeah, uh, when okay, it comes really, to health, when it comes to health and fitness, I'm very passionate. Because what I don't want is I don't want a generation of idiots. You know, following idiots. Right. <laughs> Let's say if you see someone doing a hundred-pound squat on a medicine ball, don't do that shit don't do that shit, you're only going to injure yourself and what you're doing is if you're following that, you're actually lowering your IQ points and that of your generation. (laughs) Again, back to the point about um, steroids. Uh, This is something me and Nabil often discuss. Um, Problem with steroids is, let's say if me as an all-time natural bodybuilder, okay, if I am in the best shape of my life, okay, if I start taking steroids today, I will be in an even better shape. Okay. Yeah, because
1: I think you're in, in your prime, your diet is you're following your diet properly, okay, you're working out in the gym, but once you stop taking those steroids, once you stop going to the gym, that's when the effects start showing up and uh, it could be your chest muscles, your thorax, I mean maybe, maybe your abs, that's what we say, so yeah, that is one issues you will see, maybe your one of your man boobs is hanging down, unbalanced.
0: Yeah, there's I'm something called gynecomastia sure. that happens when you uh, when you start taking steroids. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Plus, you will even witness hormonal changes. Uh, your testosterone level might decrease, and uh, even your sperm count could be affected. So, on the safe on the safe side, uh, I'm completely against this. Actually, steroids. If even if it's uh, I don't know, you call them anabolic,
0: anabolic, yeah, sure.
1: anabolic ones, or even those in performance enhancing or whatever you call them. Because uh, in when you are in your prime, okay, you feel like everything is fine. You're, you're following your idols, and you're following your role models. You see them, okay, they are doing everything perfectly, but they are following a very strict diet, everything. Now, if you are just a normal guy, you are going to a gym in your neighborhood, which is not having those perfect facilities, uh, and you stop, like, after one or two years, it can have a very adverse effect on your body. But if you are following a professional, uh, you know, organization's regimen or schedule maybe you will survive for 10 15 20 years but once you stop even then also you will face the same consequences later on that your muscles will have an issue or maybe your testes, your testis, or
0: your balls act basically or your, your balls <laughs> or your hormones yeah and one thing accurate. one thing i would like to reiterate fitness yeah. is being fit being healthy yeah being, that being healthy that's the thing actually. it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean looking healthy Okay, so what, what many people consider to be, you know, healthy is actually not. Um, you don't know what these uh, IFBB pros or, you know, you, um, the Phil the Takaya Greens, what type of um, conditions they're suffering from mm. or, you know, what their mental state is, what their physical state is. So mm. while they look good on the outside, you know, exactly. on the inside, you have no idea what those uh, steroids have done to exactly. them. Exactly. So... Speaking of, uh, as Nabeel mentioned, those hormonal hormonal changes, recently this news came out that a transgender woman Mm. is going to compete in the men's bodybuilding. Yeah,
1: uh, I think uh, his or her name is Croc something in the end. Yeah. Yeah, so uh,
0: about that... To give you a little background, um, Mr. Croc was a very popular powerlifter, world record holder, Mm. and he transitioned to a woman okay he didn't compete during this time and now he wants to um, compete in the men's division okay so what's your take on that
1: for me if you ask me um, it's a very complex situation uh, most of you guys might and girls might disagree with me but I think I think um, as a lot of athletes are changing their gender in from male to female or female to male and the, the issue is starting to arise that once you become, you change your, your gender then okay you can go into the female category and you can compete over there but then there might be issues of muscle mass or maybe stamina if it comes to olympics or running or if it comes to powerlifting there and then and there they will, you will find issues and this is what happened actually with uh, uh, one or two athletes also. Um, um, like i like i feel like you know nonman transgender athletes i think in my opinion should
0: be given a separate category you mean they should have their own uh, own leagues exactly exactly because on the same see, side see you know, here's the Numan, thing you Numan, know Al- I, Al- I can understand Al- the argument um, if a man who is transitioning to a woman is competing in a women's sport hmm. you know um, what i don't understand but you know this in this scenario um, Croc was already a man, he transitioned to a woman, so he basically took estrogen. But right? now, you know okay. what
1: he's saying? Now, I just recently, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. I recently just read and uh, watched a video, and uh, in that video, basically on YouTube, he, the person was saying that he's Mr. or Miss, he's not claiming himself as a Miss right now, he's calling himself as or herself as a gender fluid person. Okay, and gender fluid basically, you're not assigning yourself specifically to one gender, okay. even though he has changed his uh, hormones he has even no, but done, you know i'm even talking about facial...
0: strictly the c- competitive yeah, I'm, strictly to that side. I'm coming competitive. to that side
1: also i'm coming to that side so he even did facial surgery yeah. to look like a, a female then he even took estrogen hormonal hormones so he did everything according to that but then now he's he's changing and he's com- competing in the male's category okay so i feel like it's uh, this is my own personal opinion okay you can bash me for that but i think it's a kind of unfair because unfair now,
0: to whom to the males what are you talking about nabil you know why because you know you are you are going like you are constantly
1: changing your gender because as i said he's gender fluid you're not assigning yourself specifically to one gender
0: okay but maybe he's, right he's not now, competing in uh, he's not competing in the female category he's not competing right now maybe. i mean okay, uh, you i would I... understand because if you look at him yeah. if you if you look at him you know he's easily we, with the right conditioning i would say he would easily win you know all the major female titles right but if yeah. you, if you look at him in the male's category i don't see i don't see it i don't I'm i don't talking see about, him not winning
1: no more i'm not talking about winning or losing actually i'm saying about competing but as i said before he's gender he's claiming himself to be gender fluid so if he's competing right now maybe for example he's competing right now in the male's category in the next competition right you never know maybe after like six months later on, he might say, okay, I want to go into the field. No, but
0: uh, that's fine. I don't understand what your point is about um, the males having a disadvantage. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not saying specifically males, but even maybe but for you example, you just that, said that. I know, I know, know, I'm saying, but I'm not specified. I would, it was just an example. But for example, I'm, I'm saying that maybe, maybe, like, you know, right now, he's competing in the males category. He might not even win the like, that category or division wherever whatever he's participating in that one. But maybe in the future, mm-hmm. he decides to change and... Uh, As he's claiming himself to be tenure fluid, maybe he just has to go next month or after like six months later, eight months again. He says that okay, I want to go into the female category. I want to participate in that one. Will you stop
0: him then? Man, it's not it's not up to me to stop him. I don't. if if you ask me personally, (laughs) of course, of course, you cannot. Listen, if you ask me personally, um, I have zero problems with him competing in the men's uh, division. If he competes in the women's division, okay. Again, this is my opinion. Um, he's free to do whatever he likes, I, you know, I would not be so supportive. Just for the fact that uh, he was a man at some point, right? So mm-hmm. he has naturally more testosterone. And, you know, people who read that, uh, or, you know, watched that Vice video about that transgender powerlifter, they might have some misconceptions about testosterone. Let me tell you, testosterone um, plays a significant role Exactly, bone density, muscle mass and all these things. So that's why men are stronger than women, you know, in general. You're
1: not like specifying, but yeah, this is something which... Exactly. And, you know,
0: if you, I mean, historically, if you look at all the men who transitioned to women and competed in women's modes some of the especially the track and field athletes they were yeah. average track and field athletes then they come to the women's division and now they're blasting everyone I said, that's what I
1: was but of. here the case yeah. is
0: different because this guy okay mm-hmm. um, he transitioned to a woman right he took estrogen right so he yeah. took something that's not gonna help him okay and now he's competing in the men's division again obviously he looks like someone who's on the juice okay and <laughs> But you know, this is a sport where the, if he has to excel, he has to take the juice, right? Yeah. But taking that estrogen, that might have an effect. That might have an effect on him, right?
1: It will. Okay, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. No one. It will have an effect, and the chances are very like you know, it's 50-50. He might he might win the men's category, but once again, you know, like what I'm saying is that I'll give you a more example of uh, I think it's Viktor Samania or someone. Uh, Samania, she's an athlete. She's an athlete. And she participated in the Olympics, uh, running marathon thingy. And the issue now is that you know the, the Olympics Olympic Association has filed a case, which is which is still going on for many months now. They have filed a case against her, that's claiming that you know uh, physically, if you see her, that she looks like a male you now because of the physical. Uh, and plus, even they are saying that you know she should take estrogen hormone hormones
0: why is she taking steroids no she isn't taking is she, steroids. she has said that she is clean she okay. said she she has naturally high testosterone yeah i think yeah
1: but she, the thing was she was saying she is physically like this like you know because maybe it could be the yeah exercise workout i guess but it has changed her it, it could be an influence also because how you work out how you do your exercises also has an influence on your body so yeah that's true so that could have changed her, but still she claims that, you know, she hasn't taken any uh, hormonal uh, testosterone sterons, or sorry, hormones or stuff like that. She is clean. And then they even did the the blood test and all that stuff uh, to check her out. But now the issue is coming up that, you know, they want her to take in hormones. And if she, she doesn't take it, then they will She'll not be let,
0: banned. She, sorry? She'll be banned? She will not be banned, but she will not be able to participate. So that's a ban, right? Uh, Yeah, you can say so. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: depends, man. It depends upon the like you know the punishment of the fine which they will give on her. I'm not certain right now the case is going on, and she has appeal actually in the court. And if she wins the case, you know then Olympic organization cannot like you know force on her to take some steroids or whatever hormones stuff. So yeah, this, all this, uh, I think this piasko It's a big mess, man Yeah, it's that's what, what I'm saying It's a whole complicated issue So once again, back to the point I would
0: say You know, even I would, even I would agree with you on this point That um, if transgender have their own league, Exactly That would make more sense, right? Exactly You keep a
1: check-in balance You, you make a different department for them and you Yeah, but it. then again,
0: it's a whole lot of investment, don't you think? I know, I
1: know But this, come on, everything has a beginning You know, yeah, I me mean, like strength. Uh, even before, back in the times when you know you could not imagine female marathons participating, but now, yeah, I mean, now man, a whole just taking
0: uh, Dana White, Uncle Dana. Uncle um, <laughs> yeah. Some time ago, he said that women will never compete in the UFC. What? Yeah, Is it? Yeah, and now uh, and then you know, Ronda Rousey came came around, and okay. now you have um, Amanda Nunes, the greatest of all time. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. Uh, i agree with you here i agree with you so yeah anyway thanks for tuning in people we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you did make sure to tune in next week we'll have some more interesting topics for you this is alien number one the one signing out alien number two signing out too